0: Hell yeah we're synced up now and what you gotta do is you gotta head on down to the house of decline patreon that's patreon.com slash house of decline h-a-u-s of decline it's a weird spelling for just three dollars a month you get 30 comics a month that's a crazy amount of comics you wouldn't get that much comics in China they don't have that many comics over there you know they, you'd have to go through the state You'd have to, you know, you'd have to know a guy. You'd have to... I don't know why we're doing so much Sinophobia yeah, in it's this. Very corru- well, it's very corrupt in China, right? Yeah, very corrupt. Very much corrupt. more corrupt than <laughs> over here. Oh, do, yeah, yeah.
1: You have to do corruption to get comics. So, and over here, you just pay a guy who pays a guy.
0: Yeah,
2: exactly. And it's that
1: simple at patreon.com slash house of decline. That's H-A-U-S of decline, the, the German spelling, which was chosen by Alex because of his affinity for the German... For me, the German yeah, I love the German. The German you know, stuff. They,
0: I think it's the same reason why Jewish people like German shepherds. There's a sort of retournement when you when you adopt German stuff, which is why, you know, every Jewish guy I know is like, loves Brecht and Wagner. And yeah. so I, those are two very different yeah. German guys.
1: Yeah, that's totally, <laughs> that's totally for real.
0: Also on the show today, we're very excited to have a special guest, someone uh, I've wanted on the show for a while. Uh, I, I know her from Twitter. We came up in the same posting cohort. Uh, it's Gail, a.k.a. Poison Junior. How are you, Gail?
3: I'm so good. How are you?
0: Uh, I'm fantastic. It's a it's a beautiful week. It's a beautiful week for a podcast. I've got things on my mind. Mostly the thing that's been on my mind is fucking Kanye. <laughs> and I don't know how he keeps doing it. Keeps inserting you just gotta himself fuck Kanye the... and get it out of your system. You're right. Well, mm. that is my that is my theory, is that I think Kanye might be a little gay and you know but that's just my diagnosis for everything if like some guy is acting out it's just man you need your dick sucked by another man you know that's that's (laughs) like clearly what the solution is and you know i say you know i i think he might be a little sexually attracted to nick fuentes you know i think (laughs) i think you know once you get rich and wealthy enough once you get out of out of touch enough, you eventually, like Michael Jackson, entered the little white boys phase of your career. Yeah,
1: that's, and see, you that's get re- an interesting comparison to bring up <laughs> yeah. Michael Jackson because that was like the last time we had this epic public burnout of yeah. a major superstar, right? Yeah. Um,
3: now you've got me thinking. Maybe the problem, maybe the reason Michael Jackson was so bizarre was because he wasn't fucking guys.
0: Yes. Maybe I think that so. was what
3: was happening.
0: I think it had he been allowed to fuck men his own age, none of this shit
1: would have happened. No, I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't go with the, that.
0: Yeah, the, no, Steven, <laughs> this is totally
1: correct. No. This is my theory of everything. These are my, these are you're my not deepest held beliefs that you should have. Tucker spell.
0: Carlson is gay. Shapiro's gay. They're all gay. <laughs> They're all secretly you're not, gay.
1: You're not gonna catch me in that trap. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm that's I'm my too word. old to fall for that. <laughs> <laughs> um No,
0: but in terms of what's causing it, like, who knows? Uh, People want to speculate. Although I've seen the the classic post is going around some uh, some guy was like, "Um, I have a friend with bipolar and, you know, he just calls me at weird times of the night, which is like a bizarre post to make because you've really you've never known someone with a mental illness who's done terrible things as a result of the mental illness. That's like a frequent story. You hear? I, I mean, actually
3: got hospitalized for calling. It's just calling people. <laughs> you got like, hospitalized? Hi, hey, how's it going? No, I didn't.
0: Oh, okay. That's okay. That, I wouldn't that be surprised cr-
3: if I got swatted eventually for you know.
0: <laughs> it sim- might happen.
3: Similar. That's
0: true. It, yeah, Gatorade might swat you because you've, <laughs> been, I'm thinking, you've been impugning them. I,
3: I don't, I'm almost scared to talk about. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: For You're reference. Scared? for anyone who uh who hasn't seen it i made a post can anyone bring it up
0: i know we can't bring it we can't bring it up this isn't spaces you're too used to spaces
3: lmao yeah, yeah. Uh, throw it, throw it on have the to. jumbotron
1: yeah
0: uh, you have to we will describe your it to you.
3: screen
1: yeah
0: okay. oh here
3: we go you ready
0: yes i'm ready for this i'm ready for the audio version of this amazing post
3: So this requires a lot of cultural knowledge uh, that I'll just assume you have because it would be too much work to do anything else. Uh, I tweeted, zero bad bitches hitting my line this week. Mercury must be in Gatorade laughing emoji. And then in like a slightly different font. So it looked like it was the Twitter, uh, the Twitter fact checkers coming in. I said, no, the facts. All Gatorade beverages have been with an acceptable mercury level since the U.S. Food and Drug Administration reclassed Gatorade as seafood in August 20- 2015. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is a whole plot lie. But if you go on Google and search, like, even, like, if you search I-S space G,
0: uh, <laughs> is space <laughs> you get G? this
3: Gatorade seafood.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Now, now, now you've put it out there. It's in the ether.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, now everyone it's will dire. be questioning whether
1: uh, Gatorade has fish in it or not. It kind of tastes yeah, like you, it well, does. you know.
3: More and more. So talking that's about why this. I,
1: I. think that's why this has had so much success is because you get a kind of a briny aftertaste. You know, yeah. you kind of get you kind of get the smell of the ocean air when you have a Gatorade. At least I do. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that yellow and green flavor really kind of hits you with the uh, the quay.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're very
0: quay, absolutely quay. Um,
3: <laughs> it's, it's so quay.
0: Yeah, isn't it, it, it? I guess I suppose it's pronounced key, but I always, I prefer pronouncing it as quay. We have. I was a talking quay. about like
3: an actual quay.
0: Okay, I see. You were
3: you were giving me too much credit in assuming that I had some kind of Gen Z phrase.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, that is true. You are also a part of the interminable Generation Z.
3: Yeah. How do I'm you live with it. yourself? I'm <laughs> a part of it, and I'm also a part of it, uh, in that I'm just an absolute goon who hasn't really engaged with <laughs> a, lot of the, a lot of the pop culture in any kind of meaningful way. So if people come up to me, all the, like my coworkers and stuff, that don't really have a contact... With a lot of people my age, mm-hmm. and they're like, I'm like, I like making music on the Game Boy, mm-hmm. and being a weird little freak. And they're like, Oh, I didn't know kids your age like doing that. And I'm like, No, <laughs> now, this is like, I'm always worried for, the, for like how they're gonna engage with the next person because it's like if you like fly into France and the first person you talk to is like Thelus, and he's like, yeah. I, I see things on my walls, and you're like, Ah, oh, French people are so weird. <laughs> yeah I went to France
0: and uh, the only guy I met was uh, uh, I don't know Johnny Depp he's always there you know well, all French guys are Johnny Depp actually that's to not French too far off from the truth.
1: when you go to France <laughs> the, first, okay, the first guy that talks to you when you go to France is a guy who really wants to give you a taxi ride Okay, and he is really trying hard to get you to jump in his taxi Okay, uh, don't do it yeah. are, you, are not, you saying
0: it's like a bone collector situation no, that's Johnny Depp.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, that's Johnny, I think Johnny Depp. Depp is in that movie. Yeah, he's yeah. A, he is the bone collector. It's a uh, guy who kind of looks like Johnny Depp, um, <laughs> but it's not Johnny Depp. As far as I've experienced, it's a different guy. Um,
0: it's Diamond I think we Gym. chose
3: horrible examples because if you did meet Dinos or Johnny Depp, I think they'd give a pretty good picture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: the entire country. It's a lot of French people. Yeah. Uh, no, there are so many people in Provence who are like, I am." I live off the land and I I can only do a Quebecois accent because that yeah. um, I'm from Canada so to me all French people sound like Quebecois well, which is Provence, the biggest insult
1: to French people. Provence is that's in the so south bad. of France so do a French accent with a southern American tinge.
0: Um je m'appelle Ricky. Yeah. I I farm millet and wine. <laughs> I'm a wine farmer. Um There you go. And that's how it goes. You 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 make music on the Game Boy, you said. That's how I know you initially, before, before you know, your posts started, like, popping off like wildfire because of their uh, general quality. Uh, Thank you. You, I knew you primarily as a musician. Uh, yeah. you making woogly little synth noises with these uh, circuitous, like, uh, th- there was a strange program that you used where it hooked up a lot of modules to each other, and it created, uh-huh. like, these warbly, sort of warm, like, uh, like, uh, Vangelis, uh, Blade Runner-esque synthy noises, you know? And, Thank uh,
3: you. So, I'll, uh... I, I kind of want to dig into that just because I like doing free advertising for this thing. There's mm-hmm. this program that's called Sunvox that I... So, the way that I started making music is I... Before I really had a... Before I was going out and listening to music intentionally, when I was like 11, 12 or something, I had this iPod, and I was like, what am I going to put on here? Uh, And I was like, well, I could go through my parents' uh, iTunes and put in a couple songs that I liked, like The Beatles and uh, Green Day or whatever, and I was like, these are fine. Like the See My Best' song from The Simpsons. I was like, I'm just going to go around bumping this, Mm -hmm. I guess. I don't know how people listen to music.
0: Yeah, I've memorized Uh, the entire lyrics to that song. I think I still I think I still know them.
3: Yeah. So (laughs) I know of an upsetting amount of uh, like I have a a lot of perfect recall of songs that I just wish I had (laughs) empty space for in my head. Do you have you
0: memorized all of Macklemore's thrift shop? Do you know all of thrift shop?
3: I could probably do several verses of it. But it would me, I, I fear I would be culturally appropriating people even whiter than me. Oh, so bad. Uh, where was I going? Oh, so the way that I got into music was the same way that I got into being a transsexual,
2: yeah. which
3: is I joined Twitter in 2011 uh, for, I think, for uh, Minecraft updates and for... <laughs> I'm admitting this now for the first time yeah. for Minecraft updates and because I wanted to be a game developer so I was going to I was gonna do some amateurish uh, attempts at game development mm-hmm. and I got a couple followers from that but I was very off-putting because I was 11. Um, <laughs> you've been on Twitter since you were 11? Uh, wait no hold on 2011 maybe I was 12 or 13. That's still, Uh, that's still,
0: uh, 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 I was on, I went on Twitter when I was like 26, (laughs) you know, that's when I developed the taste for it. Uh, what what attracted you to the platform at that, at that young age? Uh,
3: I don't remember. I think I heard a lot of people talking shit about it. And I remember seeing this, uh, poker broadcast that made me mad. At a uh, a bar that I was at, I had a Virgin Tequila Sunrise. This is all coming back to me.
0: You were at a bar when you were twelve, but they didn't serve you alcohol, so it was fine. I was
3: waiting for my mom to get off work, and she was the bartender.
0: Ah, there uh, you go. That's what happened.
3: So, but the other bartender did not know who I was or anything. So I was sat down, uh, my little baby self, and I was probably like, Hair of the dog that bit me, bit me Charlie." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Virgin Tequila Sunrise. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's like, I don't know what to do with this free. Uh, but there's this poker broadcast on, and I heard the, I heard the guy on TV go Ace Queen about someone's hand. And he's like, I hate Ace Queen. I hate Ace Queen almost as much as I hate Twitter. And then the other guy laughed like pretty hard. And I was like, that's the sp- probably the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So I got a Twitter just to see if it was as bad as Ace Queen. <laughs> uh, and then I was like oh hey there's a big game development community on there so I was in the game development community and then I was like hey these people are describing themselves as trans that's interesting mm-hmm. and then someone kind of like delved a little deeper into it and I was like oh okay I'm trans uh, Yeah. but I discovered a, a game called VVVVVV and yeah. had chiptune music uh, and I fell in love with the soundtrack I started listening on Last FM to other stuff and a lot of the music I liked was, like, weird avant-garde Game Boy music. Mm-hmm. So I bought a... Do you know what a flash cartridge is?
0: I do not know. It, it Explain to me what a flash cartridge is.
3: It is... The, there's kind of limited utility in it, unless you're uh, a little freak. Uh, so you can put any, like, ROM file on it that you want. So you can basically mm-hmm. have any game, put it on the cartridge, plug it into the Game Boy, which... Uh, if it weren't just a total bitch to make stuff for the Game Boy and like other kind of systems like that, mm-hmm. that would have revolutionized like an indie game, uh, like a homebrew scene. Uh, but unfortunately it's just kind of garbage to do that. Uh, but there was this one program called LSDJ that got made, uh, that allows you to do I know LSDJ. My friends complex. used LSDJ. That's great! I need to meet all of your friends. Um, no imposition, haha. ha <laughs> uh, But it allows you to just, like, completely blow any, like, native music out of the water mm-hmm. for those platforms because uh, everything's very accessible.
2: Mm-hmm. So
3: it's got, like, a really idiosyncratic layout that I fell in love with, and that's how I started composing music on maybe the most esoteric thing of all time.
0: <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, usually you start out with, yeah. like, Notes and staff paper or you know, you learn uh-huh. a little music theory. Did you learn any music theory in school or are you entirely self-taught?
3: I learned a little music theory, but um, I Was a kind of self-taught To, uh, to that point before mm-hmm. that like I had figured that shit out and then I went to music theory and I was like, oh I'm glad that they have a name for all this uh, I didn't go very far in it. I still can't I can read music, but it is It would be a weird backwards way for me to do it at this point, because I do everything by ear. Mm -hmm. But uh, I got so used to carrying around my little music maker with me Mm -hmm. that I was like, what is there for phone? And there's this thing called Sunvox that wasn't getting a lot of love because I had this tracker layout that I grew up on. Mm -hmm. So I got this and it's amazing. Uh, I couldn't recommend it highly enough to the eight people (laughs) with my same composition upbringing. Uh, but it's, it looks really cool, and it looks like all these, like, kind of blooming hearts, if you zoom out enough, of this, like, weird modular organism. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that makes for good little snippets. So, at the perfectionist I am, I can't really allow myself to release finished tracks very often at all, so this was perfect. I was like, this looks pretty, I'm just gonna share a little snippet of audio, uh... And then I started gaining followers from that, and also from being insane on Twitter. So
0: <laughs> yeah, <love> uh, <laughs> well, insane, but also like tremendously funny. You know, that's that's Thank the appeal. You, you know, uh, I I think you know part of the erratic persona is uh, is it's obviously you're you're not as erratic as your Twitter persona would have uh, people believe. Oh, absolutely but- not. You always yeah, I'm, take I'm, on I'm not as much of a sex freak as my Twitter persona would would have people believe but I'm Yeah, you know, yeah that's yeah. the brand so you know a, mm-hmm. you gotta it, you got to do what's popular
3: As it as it has consumed more of my life being on there it's, yeah. the persona has kind of become one and the same with myself but it's really it's a fraction it's like um whatever you see me saying on there that looks insane I probably would say out loud but I would deliver it very Calm, calmly.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's that, that's the wonderful thing about Twitter is because it's all text. It has this flat affect. So you, you yeah. like it always comes across as like a speak to spell voice saying it, which if, if you put in the right combination of words makes a very bizarre experience or you something yeah. as simple as like drill, realizing that quotation marks around random words make something very funny in a text based format. You know, <laughs> yeah. just those little comedy <laughs> observations about how, to, how uh-huh. to be funny with this limited amount of text. I think, I think you've, oh, uh, yeah. you've expanded that as well.
3: I, it can't really uh, be overstated how much of my goofball humor and, uh, that I owe to my parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents are both kind of cooler than me in different ways. Uh, and I got my dad into drill...
0: <laughs> uh, That's so really funny. That's a funny He'll regularly statement.
3: show me drill posts that I haven't seen, and we'll both <laughs> die. That's pretty good. Yeah. And my mom is uh, my mom is not quite to to drill level, which is f- for the best because mm-hmm. I would just be completely insufferable. But she, she does do like the uh, uh, she, one. She does my estrogen injections, which I appreciate. But she Aww. also um, she. I think I said something about one of my friends being named, like Leaf or something, and she quoted the non-binary people will be like, "I know a spot and it be their friend named Spot." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I grew up in a very encouraging household for That's th- very this sweet. kind of fuck shit. Yeah.
0: I like. I remember we were talking uh, the other day, and I don't know. We can we can edit this out if you want this. But you also grew up in the Mormon Church as well.
3: Oh yeah, um, the Mormon Church. I can't really, I can't super speak on in general. I don't think because I I grew up in a ward that was very um, that was probably very uh, liberal in mm-hmm. the you know in the literal sense, um, and. I didn't encounter a lot of the homophobia and transphobia stuff because when I was going, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't out. Mm-hmm. So I think the first time that I like ran into something like that, I'm like, oh, is this that kind of church? And they're like, well, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm never coming back.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, the the very first time it wasn't <laughs> even a struggle. You were just yeah. like, yeah, peace out, but. Um, so did you see I, other queer people in the church, and like, did you see their struggle, or like, was it just not it just until it came up, it just wasn't wasn't even a thing for you?
3: The only real benchmarks I have are my friends who live kind of local, who like I have one this one friend who is traumatized in a very classical evangelical way mm-hmm. by the church in their trans, um, so, so I I think you. I think things get enforced and imposed on you based on like how into it your family seems to be. Right. Uh, and of course what, where you are and who's presiding, but, um, they do have, I think they have some kind of, uh, uh, withdrawing that they do if they mm-hmm. think they're going to scare the hose, the hose being the, <laughs> the, the family. Yeah. Um, but I, I have, I've somehow have had a pretty positive relationship with the church. I wouldn't go back now, but only because I wouldn't want to cause like a, a bathroom snafu because that would, that would retroactively color my uh, my memories. Yeah.
0: Are are your parents uh, still Mormon, or did they choose the? Were were they very intensely religious, or was it just something that they were raised in and they sort of did out of happenstance? Uh,
3: we kind of shrugged our way into and out of it. So. That's pretty
0: funny. (laughs) Casually, you become a Mormon for a few years. No big deal, you know.
3: Yeah. My mom was raised in the church. Um, My grandmother is the one, I think, who initially converted. Mm -hmm. Um, So she's probably disappointed with us because I think every single one of her uh, offshoot children Mm -hmm. has, you know, become disillusioned or stopped going. Um, But, you know, I've had... I've had a pretty positive relationship, not to do an advertisement for it, but there are some things that I really appreciated that they did um, that I hope that I can steal from them.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, in the same way that there's, like, there's, like, religious Judaism and cultural Judaism, there appears to be a sort of separation with Mormonism where there's, like, a religious Mormonism and a cultural Mormonism as well. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, with cultural Mormonism, you get stuff like The Killers and and Imagine Dragons. Uh, Uh Uh-huh. And it's yeah there's a there, the Mormon vibe <laughs> there that sort of like happy go lucky but pseudo apocalyptic vibe is like a very specific yeah. thing that I actually sort of
3: appreciate. Mhm. So they yeah people assume that the 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 smiles are scarier than they are I think that it like they really just are happy people. And it is kind of weird and upsetting, but yeah. that's that's a at, at, to some extent, that's you problem if you don't like that. But yeah. I, I think I was in one of the only little enclaves that, like, you can kind of get out alive from with a positive impression if you're yeah. someone like me. So that was very lucky. So my takeaways from it are, uh, th- like, if I go to another church service, like a Catholic church service or something, they're, like, even the, the ones that pride themselves on being, like, uh being the old guard and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i'm like your hymns i can just smell that they were written in the last 50 years yeah like for for some reason it's made me like very austere about uh uh, music and like if i walk into a church and see a drum set you know given any everything else about my personality i should be like yeah but i'm like this is i'm deeply uneasy we got to get out of here before something (laughs) bad happens (laughs) yeah have you been to one
1: have you been to like a, a, a rock uh, church, mega church? Yeah, yeah like a Righteous
3: Gemstone style mega yeah. church. <laughs>
1: I went to one. No, 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 one. not
3: a mega church, but uh, but like uh, <laughs> you know, like a medium sized affair. I went uh, to okay. a mega
1: church. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what what happened to they the got mega church? Jamba Juice.
1: Okay. <laughs> they got TVs everywhere great i love tv mm-hmm. um they had and then they had like the best sound equipment i'd ever seen and my, i was going with my friend <laughs> who was like holy shit you guys go to a mega church i want to go so we i yeah. went with them they had like breakfast beforehand um it was totally ridiculous and but it, it was ridic- so funny like,
3: if you want to a- discount strymon big sky or something you go to the, like the the texan without a texan accent who's playing the guitar
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> this was in texas so there was that oh, nice. it's it was a very like completely different because we both were going to catholic school and we have to go to catholic church every wednesday in a like a church built out of limestone and it's very austere and then at home i'm used to episcopalian church which was also very like high anglican so mm-hmm. to have a jamba juice and a rock band i was like I want to. I I would have much rather have done this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: I think I would rather have too. But it's it's uh, it's just deeply. It's so every good thing like that is so disquieting to me. It's not.
1: Church. Yeah, it's not good in in like in like the ways that you would think Christianity would be good. It's good because it has, it has like we're gonna merge with capitalism, and marry mm-hmm. the two with no, like shame about it. We know you yeah. want a Starbucks here. We're gonna put a Starbucks in church. <laughs> um, was not? there
0: ever? Was there ever like? Uh, did you have Christian music crossover? Did you listen to Skillet? Even though they're not Mormons, they are like Christian music. Was there like a big? Uh, they, did they love like? And I, Skillet is the only Christian rock band I can name. Are they like Pod. Were they big Pod fans?
3: As far as far as my the the circle of people that I know. There wasn't a lot of Christian. There wasn't any Christian pop. It was either like, "Oh hey, Imagine Dragons is a is sort of a Mormon band. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's mention them." Or uh, it was it was very like, uh, "Oh hey, these guys are are doing well." Uh, but it, it was never ever like a Christian rock group or anything like that. Yeah, which is that's gotta be part of why that's just so upsetting to
0: me. I think and, it's also. There's some sort of exclusivity about it, too. It's like more I compare Mormonism to Judaism in in a strange way in that it's this small group of people uh, who are like, uh, you know, there there are reasons to denigrate the religion. But frankly, they've been under the thumb of a like of a lot of American life, whether, you know, you like the religion or not. They have been sort of uh, oppressed in some ways by the mainstream, not anymore to any significant degree, but. They oh, were coming
3: yeah, for a up. while. Yeah. I mean, there were there were decent reasons, like yeah, the polyamory they, and whatnot. <laughs> they had to, as far as I know, they had to disavow polyamory uh, mm. in order to, and not the good ethical non-monogamy
0: polyamory. Oh, yeah. We're talking about the bad kind. <laughs> yeah, you, of poly- you mean pol- <laughs> we're not talking polygamy. about my
3: subs have unionized? Yes, polyamory. Polygamy. We're talking about, talking about I have polygamy. eight wives who take turns making me carrot raisin salad. Yeah. Uh, so I think <laughs> that's as a very far as specific
0: I know, salad. I like that. <laughs>
3: this I can get. I can get specific with a lot of things. But um, yeah. as far as I know, uh, they had to disavow that in order to become a state. Otherwise, I think Mormons would still practice uh, polygamy.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: so it's it's weird. What and there's also this uh this kind of austerity in the in the the literal sense, not mm-hmm. the Thatcherite sense. Where um, the, the concept of tacky is very repulsive. So mm. anything like a megachurch um, would instantly... I think, I think this is part of... I think I'm, I'm getting out of it what was intended to get out of it. Now I think about it. So, uh, the reason there are no crosses on the church is because it's like uh, too similar to like idol worship or something mm. like that. So there's not a lot of symbology. Um, I don't really want to do an advertiser. I wouldn't recommend joining the Mormon <laughs> church
0: to anybody. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm generally very anti-religious. I, I keep a lid on it because, you know, I want to respect you to the the people out there, especially, mm. you know, especially Muslims where anti-religious sentiment gets violently geared towards them. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. really not trying to open that. But if I search within my heart, especially it comes from this deep, immense rage at catholicism specifically yeah less judaism (laughs) because judaism doesn't really have a concept of hell but it's really catholicism that ruined my childhood by and this is like a story of like tons of catholic kids they they get told that hell exists and then they can't stop having nightmares about hell (laughs) and then they become childhood insomniacs and it's like so it's that Plus, my dad discovering Catholicism late in life and becoming much more, uh, much more homophobic as a result, which directly yeah. affects me. Uh, so it's like, yeah, that religion specifically, I have this intense, unqualified rage at. Uh, m- yeah. more recently than not, because of like, it, it, it's more influenced by my dad's turn into like his descent into madness. Yeah. Uh, but,
3: um, yeah. Uh, Judaism. It's hard to know how much to blame religion and gen- like if you. I hate talking about and, and like making uh, kind of making guesses about human nature mm-hmm. and like the way religion plays a part in X, Y, Z, because America has such a bizarre relationship with everything. Yeah. And it's a lot of that, that, uh, that crossover does not exist in nearly the same way anywhere else. So I try, Mm -hmm. I try to, uh, I try to say like, uh, Western Christianity or something like that. Uh, but the truth is that I have, I haven't left here, so I don't really know the difference.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. Uh, but it definitely, it's, it feels so disgusting. And it's the, the merger of, uh, of jesus and capitalism is is deeply sinister
2: yeah but yeah
3: i kind of take solace in the fact that that's not happening everywhere and that it's possible to have a to have principled people that uh even uh that will cite their religion like um the the, all of the Christians that were opposed to sl- slavery on Christian grounds.
0: Oh yeah, John Brown was you know deeply Christian, of course, and that yeah. motivated his belief. Like where are where are those? But it so it seems like so many of the Christians I interact with are not John Brown types. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and neither am I. You know, I'm like I'm a secular. Like I'm not gonna do anything. I'm not gonna kill the slave owners. You know, i I like my I like my treats. I want to play yeah. Elden Ring and have treats. I'm not I'm not trying to do my any of it. You
1: wouldn't you wouldn't be the John brown of canada
0: I, I will be the john brown of canada i'm gonna go around and start uh, start doing <laughs> stuff well i guess we'd have to do stuff to the mining companies and the oil executives because they're they're gonna the snow blow purveyors. those
3: hosers into the mine shafts
0: oh yeah we're gonna seal them up we're gonna we're gonna throw a bunch of labat blues down in there for them because we're not inhumane we'll give them some <laughs> labat blues okay but uh <laughs> So it's also funny with the Mormon church. You said they're austere, but also if you go to Utah and you see the big tabernacle church or whatever, it's this grandiose nightmare. And one of the scariest looking buildings on earth, as well. Oh, yeah. Um, and so they won't have mega church like style grandiosity, but they will have sort of recapitulation of gothic gargoyle Notre Dame nightmare uh, sort of Christianity.
3: Yeah. But there's not much of that at the. At the um... At the, the 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 temple not where people the temples are not where people yeah. go. Uh, yeah. f- on a on a week to week basis, so you know, however uh, fancy like the I think the fanciest you can really get, is still very intentionally plain looking. Yeah. Uh, um. For Sunday service.
2: It
0: reminds me of a tweet by uh, Ava Buff girlfriend uh, where she said they should make a Protestant Dark Souls that's just takes place in a. In a poorly lit fluorescent basement with like chairs all over the <laughs> yeah, it's not to It's a buff
3: girlfriend here, but yeah. I really just like am I I hate that I can um, that I remember so many of these <laughs> these people. <laughs> these these celebrities, these Twitter. Well, I don't know. They're sort of like the
0: the weird thing about becoming a Twitter personality, which which we've both kind of become, is that. People cast all these aspersions on you. They have all these Absolutely. ideas about you and you become yeah. this avatar of yourself. That is not yourself. There's some, there's some weird version of you floating around out there. That is like a stereotypical version of you that you yourself have cultivated. Yeah. That, and, so. and you
3: fall into these groups that you don't actually like, yeah, I'm, I'm associated with all of these people that I've never, ever interacted with.
0: Mm-hmm. Just because you're part of, or what used to be called weird Twitter. I don't think we were, I mean, you were around for like weird Twitter. You, when you were very, yeah, you were around for like, uh, the, the really good posting days when like the maximum amount of likes you could get on anything was like 6,000 or something. It was
3: so great. I like, I, I, uh, drill was like just coming up. Yeah. He was sterling. Like, like this, in 2013, this all of could,
0: like the, the the like the classic drill, the skeleton army tweet, and like yeah, the, I everyone will walk was just firing down all hell.
3: cylinders. Yeah. If like I was talking about the, uh, I mean, the thread of like, who are if Twitter goes down tomorrow, if it crashes and never comes back, is there any doubt as to who was the best poster of all time? Yeah, and I was like, well, it's between Drill and obvious, obviously Trump because he yes posted his way into the White House. Yeah, um,
0: and so many of the posts just exist in the cultural memory now. Like yeah. I'll still keep drinking that garbage, you know. I can say that to <laughs> anyone, and they'll they know what I mean. They tell like, me
3: uh, Gatorade has salt water in it. That's okay.
0: I'll still keep drinking that garbage. <laughs> I'll still- that's so
3: good. <laughs> yeah, there um, there are some bits in there that are so good that it almost makes you like root for the guy. Well, <laughs> I, the, I mean that's, that was the appeal. Yeah. Did you see well, his
0: statement on Kanye?
1: No oh boy. No.
0: Uh,
3: I I want to read
0: the I want to read it because it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard.
1: Uh, <laughs> Is it after he had Kanye for dinner?
0: Yeah, it, maybe maybe I have it wrong, but I, I maybe someone faked it too. This could have been a, like a fake thing, but he was talking about Nicki He kept calling Nick Fuentes Nicky Fuentes. I sure hope it wasn't fake. Nikki
3: Fuentes. <laughs>
0: um. i guess this was just go to his website
1: just go to truth social uh i guess i should go to truth Truth social Social.
0: uh oh my god uh trump calls for the termination of constitution in truth social post that was one hour ago yeah (laughs) that's what cnn is reporting on I, i don't know if we uh uh, yeah, I don't know. I saw something yesterday where Kanye, uh, uh, where Trump had made another statement about Kanye. And said, M- my former friend was very mentally ill. Tried to help him. We didn't know anything about Nicky Fuentes. No. Now that I think about it, it definitely was faked. Uh, because he kept making reference to something called Daisy Fuentes. Who is that?
1: Uh, Apparently that's, some sort no of an actor. That's, she, that's an actress. Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, that's beautiful. And,
0: And so yeah, it definitely was fake. But the person who captured he captured the tone perfectly of calling him Little Nicky Fuentes. If (laughs) he's a king
3: of free association, which is that's that's the most I can say because that's that's how I came up.
0: Yeah, just free associating.
3: Yeah, everyone. The the only things that got encouraged uh, were the posts that I made that were like, uh, like very specific and weird Mm -hmm. and like. True to what I was thinking in a very direct way. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I'll keep going with this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. well, the posts of mine that make it big are not like yours because like I don't have like I my comedy persona is like Catskills comedian. Like take my wife, please. And playing playing the violin badly. Like cat I have that comedian. Yeah, I have a very like workmanlike sense of joke writing. where So it's, <laughs> so it's like they're often like much more one linery. But your stuff, yeah, I've I've described it as having like a literary quality based on how, um, like you said, specific the details you're, and it's those specific details that sort of like within that specificity you are able Mm -hmm. to extrapolate a general stuff like um, the specific, like the bee, the I have to pin down you, we have to repopulate the hive. Like there's (laughs) nothing about that which is like universal to an experience, but somehow you have captured. You somehow yeah. you have captured like, uh, and the other thing is like you can just say anything. You can just say cis uh, people do this, trans people do that, oh, yeah, and yeah, if yeah. it's like if the details are funny enough, it doesn't matter if it's actually true or not.
3: Yeah, it's just if it if it if it rings right in the air.
0: Yeah, yeah, it has to have a, it has to have a good rhythm to it. You know, that's what that's t- talk about another free associator. Biden is a pretty good free associator when it oh, talks yeah, about just having like a unique rhythm. Is like, well. and we went out down to the docks and you know we found a good old guy and his name was uh freak munch and you know we found you know uh, the e1 did a whole podcast of their one of the greatest podcasts of all time on how uh joe biden is a is an amazing free associator
3: yeah i i heard a lot of that one that was pretty That was that's if you listen to any episode of e1 that's probably it
0: yeah, yeah. That's just like I aspire to that level of podcasting brilliance <laughs> as as someone who is engaged in the medium myself. I think um, you're going to get there. We eventually, we'll get we'll have our own Joe Biden episode. Uh, uh,
3: but, but I don't we, want you ever <laughs> chastising yourself for not for not being able to do like a Gale style post or something. Because Oh, no,
0: I, I well, I couldn't if I tried because they're so unique to you. They're, yeah. they're like, uh, it's such a distinct personality. It would ring false if I tried to do a Gale-style post.
3: Oh, man, it rings false to me when I try to. Uh, <laughs> like, I'll just kind of shit something out, and everyone will be like, banger, 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 this one's this one's one of the, one of your greatest. And I'm like, that yeah. can't possibly be true. Tr- <laughs> yeah, but, you know, people are just...
0: The ability to rearrange words into amusing uh patterns uh, yeah not a lot of people have that ability as it turns out you know yeah. even writers even a lot of writers don't have the ability to make their words like amusing or dynamic or i, I would describe it in the, you know how scorsese movies just have that crackling energy underneath mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah, they, yeah. there's just like uh some people can do it you oh. can do it uh, uh, other posters drill can do it you know mm-hmm. uh but yeah
3: I, well i've been, uh, been observing drill With a, like, (laughs) under an academic lens.
0: Yeah. uh, Deconstructing drill, yeah.
3: Since I was 14 years old or something. That, uh, what I was going to say about the thread of posters is a lot of the people that I want to mention, I can't even remember a good post from. Or Mm -hmm. it's just things that have been wiped because they were good like a decade ago. Like Neon Wario. Was mm-hmm. one of the best posts. Like he was a hero to me. <laughs> and <laughs> like I can't, I can't name a single one. A Neon Wario tweet. I remember that he said, "Oh, oh," a lot, uh, which I thought was a strange thing to do.
2: In terms of best ever tweets. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The one that always comes to mind when with best ever tweets that's like not a drill tweet is uh, the Goop on your Grinch tweet by Juche Man. Goop May.
3: on your Grinch. Yeah. I Yeah. I. I. Uh, I was around when Gucci 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 Mane, Main was a small little account, uh, yeah. and he he would delete a lot of things because he was very self. I think he was very self critical. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but oh yeah, he tweeted, "I want to know can a treadmill launch a plane?" And I was like, <laughs> I had to be the only person that saw it. It was up for about ten seconds, and I was like, "Hey, <laughs> why did you take down the funniest thing I've ever seen?" Oh, so yeah. a lot, the it really sucks that it's such an ephemeral uh, platform where nothing is designed to be remembered. Mm-hmm. It's just like, like a tweet with an old date on it, gets buried. Uh, just yeah, the by only way.
0: Yeah, the only way it gets remembered is if it be, somehow becomes a meme format, like um, yeah. a nice 400-pound squat bro, she let me hit because I'm goofy. Like, everyone will remember that, because for an entire year, everyone was doing blank, she let me hit because I'm goofy posts.
3: Yeah. And they're all good. All they're of them all good. wonderful. They're all as
0: good as the originals.
3: <laughs> people, I think people overlooked the uh, the sentiment. Whenever, like, not whenever. Sometimes I'm just roasting reply people, but... um. A lot of the posts I do about how bad reply guys are, are also intended to be commentaries on how bad posters are,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
3: and how nobody is just having a good time. Like the, maybe my favorite one is the most simple, where it's just like uh, at Guantanamo Bay, I ju- I got my shit rocked by a. Bricked up twinkon in the mesa verde verde bathroom. Sea <laughs> lion 037. arc 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 Sea lion two five one arc 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 arc. arc. <laughs> that's,
0: that's funny. <laughs> I don't know, that works. Um, I'll delete a lot of tweet. I'm I'm fairly self conscious, but that's not because I like. Oh, this joke is so bad. I hate myself. It's like. Eh, i can i can be funnier than this that's yeah. usually well i'll do I, i'll we delete we've we got
1: some people who are asking you why or asking why is house of decline deleting tweets in our discord No, uh, yeah and i had to uh say because he's tweeting illegal things yes i'm always you know <laughs> tweeting various libelous things <laughs> he's, uh, he's tweeting hunter biden's laptop which is no okay. So this oh is God. the major story of the week, right? Is like Matt yeah, Hunter Taibbi, Biden's laptop. Matt Taibbi gets the fucking files from Elon Musk about the Twitter Ooh. stuff that happened during the election, which was when everyone got, I guess, the New York Post got access to all of Hunter Biden's dick pics. Yep, and they wanted to okay. put them out there. Yeah, and now uh, famous actor, what? Oh, who's the famous actor who's sharing them now?
0: the hunter biden photos there's a famous yeah. actor Did yeah the said, really is,
1: conservative one what's his name no james woods james woods james woods is now just sharing hunter biden dick pics being like this is, <laughs> what, this is how they stole the election it's video he's
3: doing video people go to oh my god that is what's happening it's, the it's new flash- all good
0: yeah yeah he's got to get a gun penis attached to his hand you know uh hunter biden but yeah, Matt Taibbi, I would be that pissed off too if I looked like an even more fucked up Billy Corgan.
2: Yeah.
0: Huh. Oh my god.
1: Well, no, he Billy Corgan
0: looks more fucked up than Matt Taibbi. No way. Seen? Matt Taibbi looks more fucked up than Billy Corgan. No.
3: I like describing how, Billy how looks. describing how Billy Corgan <laughs> looks uh, is the only thing that makes me wish I knew more TTTT T uh, brain rot phrases. <laughs> yeah, I. I I stopped to twink on it so funny. Oh, yeah. I like I would I would give anything to no less
0: <laughs> of the TTT brain rot's uh, yeah. Passoid. Oh god. <laughs> I mean the real it's funny how self-hatred produces these incredibly funny phrases Yeah. that's all the TTT whenever I go on there just as for curiosity it's like man I'm, I want to buy people a drink. <laughs>
3: yeah. You should be nicer to yourselves. They would like smash the bottle all over themselves and like, go nuts. Like there's, it's a, it's a hard uh hard sell getting any. They they love it. They're there because they, uh, they need. I think it's just because they need someone to, be mean to them. Yeah. Uh, because they are not creative enough, to, cr- to craft this beautiful menagerie of new insults for themselves. They've got to like find other uh, find other pettier people. Mhm.
0: Well, 4chan in general is sort of an exercise in self-hatred. It's the ultimate, you know, I wouldn't want to be part of any club that would have me as a member, so I'm going <laughs> to join this club. Yeah. Um of of people that are just disdainful of themselves and, you know, are constantly self-critical. It's like this website of people that are addicted to pornography but who are also constantly denigrating the effects of pornography, you know. It's it's always yeah. this this immense tension between the posters there. And it's, um, I, I'm reminded of Kierkegaard. (laughs) In my few readings of Kierkegaard. But, and I think the uh, Kierkegaard sort of saw despair as a discontinuity between the selves, the, the sort of the physical self and the eternal self, uh, the eternal self being sort of, the idealized form of you is sort of like a, a putting it simply, but sort of the, the, the version of yourself that is not bound by petty flesh. And, you know, that goes on and he saw it as, you know, uh, the, the part of you that is uh, God's child because he was like a big Christian. But I think, um, and I, I was actually listening to an episode of the last podcast the other day. They were talking about Jack Parsons and, uh, they were talking about the, the rocket scientist who was influenced by, um, Aleister Crowley and whatnot, and they were talking about Aleister Crowley, and Aleister Crowley said something sort of similar, which was that, you know, all the despair is caused by this uh, break or discontinuity in will, where if you are not doing the will that, that you know, is, is uh, calling out to you from the very depths of your being, from the very inside of your body, you know, that is what causes your suffering. And, you know, that's sort of also what leads me to think that everybody who is, like, mean to the gays is secretly gay because there is, like, a, a discontinuity of will or it's like there yeah. there is an image of yourself that you are not living up to because, uh-huh. you know, you are not following, you are not actually following your instinct. You are following uh-huh. the instincts of, you know, like you said, why people use TTT. They want to be. Not want to be, but there's sort of this perverse pleasure in society telling you what to be and preserving yeah. this discontinuity between who you are right now and what you eventually you know want to be or what you could be.
3: I think a lot of the um, a lot of the people that that uh, bark back at the uh, you know all of my detractors are gay thing,
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh, are people who hold in their heart somewhere that uh, gay is a bad thing to call somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> yeah. I don't think this. I don't think this. It's like a, a serious thing, to engage with, the. Uh, the uh, the people that will fight you back on that. It's it's like, it it reminds me of. Uh, like when I'll, I'll talk about RuPaul, or like how mm-hmm. I don't like RuPaul to a cis person, and the mm-hmm. cis person will be like, "Isn't that are you being transphobic right now?" <laughs> like I know more than you, dude. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, RuPaul is, yeah, very special to cis people because he's like their first entryway into the like, okay this person, because he has fused gayness and capitalism, I can like it now.
3: Yeah. (laughs) God. Yeah.
0: Okay. It's almost like wokeness is like a religion. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Shout out to Freddie. Um, Uh, the, the woke of my burden.
0: Uh, fucking, uh. someone used wokeness as like a religion seriously. I think it was Ian Miles Chong or one of those those guys. They've
3: really gotten attached to that word. It's great because that's like, sometimes the conservatives they're always grifting, but Mm -hmm. sometimes they like get high on their own supply and they forget that they're supposed to be pulling people in. So they'll they'll just like they'll just start chiving and be like, this is (laughs) Woke blah 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 it's just like throw a bunch of like buzzwords together mm-hmm. and it'll mean something in their head. But what comes out is just entirely it's completely incomprehensible.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, so I really like that <laughs> it's 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 great that how often they do that because it's clear that while all of them are grifters, most of them are not very moderated. Mm-hmm. So they can be like coaxed into a snafu. Because they've got no one, like, they've got no one aid whispering in their ear, being like, yeah. this yeah. is not, <laughs> this is not how this works.
0: Um, It's weird how, like, uh, I'll often see, I don't understand how Dave Rubin is popular with anybody. Because, <laughs> like, wh- like the, he is evidently weak of spirit. You know, he's just on, <laughs> on, on, like, you can just read his body language and face. And, you know, like, man, this is a weak person. <laughs> this is, like, an incredibly... And you know, weak in—I don't mean in like the lacks physical strength. I, I mean like lacks character, lacks any yeah. sort of character whatsoever. La- you know, lacks a personality. Is just willing to be whatever uh, someone is tel- telling them to be, and that is like a universally unattractive quality. At least with like people like Ben Shapiro, it, they seem at least convinced of what they're saying. You know, they seem like yeah. they're the. Uh, but with Dave Rubin, you can tell he's just like, I'll do whatever for money. You know, f- yeah. who cares? Ben you know, Shapiro's
3: you- a crusader. How, how do you think Jordan Peterson? I haven't seen any Dave Rubin. What do you think about Jordan Peterson? Cause he's- Jordan, well, my dad loves Jordan Peterson.
0: That's the guy yeah. that turned him on to all the like this traditional nonsense. Because um, he's saying something that a lot of people resonate with. A lot of specifically cis white males.
3: Are uh, you gonna get an anime waifu with all those yeah. jars that come around your room? Then <laughs> everyone will be like, "At least he's telling people to clean their room."
0: Yes, yeah, which is you know, as people have pointed out, his room is not very clean at all. Whenever he's posting <laughs> uh, from his from his room, he's, and then he, all the weird stuff where Michaela, where he's hooked up to some sort of sex machine, when Michaela's taking a photo of him, and the, did you see that photo of him?
3: <laughs> I I've i've been told that the veracity of that is is higher than i had suspected
0: yeah it, it turns out it because i first saw it because of the 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 fucking falcon refinance guy who mm. i'm yeah, th- yeah, yeah. become uh, strange friends with is on... that the guy who does the the lines i don't know if he does the lines uh oh, all that's i Reve- know is
3: rivella that'd be funny Ravella. if they did the lines of him in bed sloping away for, from from uh, his daughter <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he doesn't yeah. love her
2: yeah
1: yeah,
3: I mean, there is that
0: also that the bizarre book cover of our carnivore diet, I, which I'm sure you've seen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where he's um, just looking sad and and you know. <sighs> and Jordan Jordan Peterson in the background.
1: has been on fire since his return to Twitter. Um, yes, he has got some great insults uh, lately. Like he's always he's always good for a really funny insult. Um, I think. He, I mean, we've covered him a lot on this show. Yeah. We haven't covered covered his return yet. Yeah. We haven't Um, had
0: the the return of Jordan because we were on Peterson watch for a while and it seemed like he was dead.
1: We thought he was dead for a long time. Yeah. And then we thought maybe they were going to bring him back like as like an AI. And I, (laughs) it may be that he's an AI so I don't, I do not know. I can't comment yet. We have a big investigation. We got to look doing. at the hands. He might have
0: fucked up hands I if he has fucked up hands. I think he's a computer. Hands. Yeah,
1: I, I think, and like that's why he cries at odd intervals. <laughs>
0: that's know? why he yeah. can only think in binaries. That's why uh...
3: he's getting overwhelmed like a like a Discworld arbiter.
0: It's
3: like the piece <laughs> of bread is it's just filling my senses.
0: Yeah, it always seems like yeah he's he's in a state of distress. Uh-huh. Which is like, and that oh, yeah. state of distress is entirely self-imposed. Which is sort oh, of you the... know what
3: you know what lends credibility to the arbiter thing is his his insistence on uh, plain food. Because if he <laughs> if he ate something like that was too flavorful, I think his he would deteriorate. It's mm-hmm. just like I want a regular cup of coffee. If you put any mocha choke choke me nonsense in it, I simply will unravel.
0: Hurt a mom? What happened? I want my regular mom. This is terrible. <laughs> uh yeah, pumpkin spice. He hates the pumpkin spice. He's he? peace. no, I don't I don't know. That that sort of that trend has died of making fun All of right. women for liking pumpkin spice
1: coffee. I'm searching if
0: Dr. Oh, yeah, everyone agreed that it was good. Yeah, it's good coffee. Why why did you, I yeah, it's just cinnamon and cloves. You don't like cinnamon yeah. and cloves? What are you, an asshole? I'm yeah, searching those, to see those, if he's ever those tweeted are very old
3: spices too. Yeah. Like like yeah. at some point you got to be like I'm I'm calling the f- shit Beowulf ate woke. <laughs> I like the idea of
0: we're only cooking meals mentioned in Beowulf. We're only <laughs> we're Your only having squash.
3: Spicing their mead.
0: <laughs> um they their ha- meat is too spicy. They're, they're cry. Think of how much I would cry if I had cumin in my system. I'm already crying at an unstable amount. I'm losing moisture. I'm desiccating. You used
3: to be able to get a, a standard flagon of grog at the at the salon.
0: <laughs> uh, you used to be able to get seven strips of goat meat you know wherever you <laughs> wanted.
2: uh,
1: I'm fact fact checking he's not said any of these things (laughs) I think
0: you're wrong about that you gotta search deeper you gotta search deeper about his love of bland food he's never tweeted the word spicy (laughs) really he's never ever tweeted the word well there you go hence his aversion to spice
3: I'm looking for zingers and I'm only seeing him like uh, quoting accounts that are called like angelic princess and being like wow Um, he's, a, he's just a sterling orator. You, like he delivers such a flat affect. Like, uh, like I I hate to compare him to Chomsky, but uh, <laughs> but he he peppers in some weird stuff in there. Uh, what I thought were just like him being pretentious and odd were turned out to be Canadianisms. Yeah. Like I thought nobody in the real world world said bloody. Like how often do you encounter bloody?
0: No, that's ne- that's Canada. We we have. Because we're slowly, subtly influenced by the British. Well, not subtly influenced by the British, but oh, yeah. we have a lot of British shit that's inborn into our culture. We get all the BBC shows, you know. The,
3: the bloody wow. problem with, like, communistic agendas is that when you put them in motion, they're absurd.
0: <laughs> you have to be so goddamn bloody-minded about the whole thing. You couldn't, <laughs> I was having a conversation with my good friend Joe Rogan, and then yeah. he started mentioning euphoria. And <laughs> I, listen, <laughs> I was weeping hey, w- openly.
1: Yeah. One day he tweeted, yesterday he tweeted, James Woods, do you want to talk with me on my podcast? <laughs> At <with> James Woods. <laughs> <laughs> That's Hunter nice. Penis,
0: <laughs> when Hunter Biden shows his penis to the world, what he is subtly communicating is he is showing all of our penises to the world. And we have, we have <laughs> had so much trouble. Yeah, I think that is the argument because that's how my dad really feels is that he doesn't have a seat at the table like he feels that uh, queer uh, people and and, uh, people of color have formed this cabal where they control all of the institutions that he would initially have a voice in and that he is being deliberately left out because he was born at the wrong time in history and he feels like some rage at that, you know, and here's this person. I've often compared him to the Goodwill hunting scene where, you know, in the Goodwill hunting scene, when, uh, uh, Matt Damon is crying and Robin Williams is going, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's, but that's what Jordan Peterson is doing to people like my dad. He's, he's this figure of vague authority to him and and to like, especially to uh, someone who eschews their sort of like emotional life, who like thinks that psychology or therapy is gay or, you know, it's like not going to help them or it's something that was invented by. I mean, my dad is also sort of vaguely anti-Semitic, which is weird <laughs> yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, or that, you know, uh, psychology was propagated by the Jews in order to control us or something like that, which a lot of people, you know, harbor uh, it, it, without even realizing that they harbor this sort of distaste for, Uh, mental exploration or in examined life because they've just been taught that it's not worth it. And here's this guy, Jordan Peterson, a psychologist who says everything, all of your fears are correct. And, but I am, I am allowing you to explore your emotions. I'm the first ever person who has been simultaneously, you know, reactionary, but also emotional, you know? So (laughs) I think it's the same reason why you see like uh, like men break down with dogs as well you know because a dog is like the only thing they can show any sort of vulnerability or affection to as well it's like yeah. it's really such a great observation of Hank Hill like mm. that the only yeah. person that he can really open up to is his dog because that's such a that's such a common symptom for like a yeah. certain type of like his dog at one
1: point remember that episode when he has to <laughs> dance with the dog yeah the dog' gets <laughs> <that's> like, <that's laughs> like tenderly dancing with her. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah.
0: To, that's to uh, make
3: Beavis and ButtHead and King of the Hill is just insane.
0: Yeah, and uh, and Office Space. Yeah, Mike Judge, oh, Big Texas Hero. I forgot Big Texas yeah. Hero.
3: Yeah, and Silicon
0: the... Valley, which is like got huh. dogged because its two big stars were <laughs> questionable people. Oh, the pacing Thomas...
3: of King of the Hill I would describe only as glacial. And I mm-hmm. appreciate that about it. So the fact that you can make that and Beavis and Butthead, which is just mm-hmm. like, it, it just feels like electroshock therapy to even watch,
2: mm-hmm.
3: is is really something.
0: It's amazing. I was sort of like, so they brought Beavis and Butthead back, and it's it didn't even miss a beat. They're perfectly situated for our time and place. <laughs> yeah. And it just got me thinking about how, Little culture has changed since the 90s. Yes, it's changed in all of these big ways, and there have been social movements. But just in terms of, like, the actual aesthetics, it's yeah. been very – it seems like very stuck in this one era, you know? We, mm. we haven't really evolved, to, you know, not to Francis Fukuyama and to history everything. Whoa. But, yeah, it seems like – and I was even noticing it today. Like, I, I walk past college students, I live near a college, and they dress exactly the same as I did yeah. when I was in college, which seems weird. You know, shouldn't
3: they have their own fashion? And, Are you, you know, sure?
1: They... So they were wearing a dirty white t-shirt and jeans? Was that they were, yeah, they were yeah, pretty much. They were wearing
3: pants back in the pre 9 <laughs> era.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I I'm, I'm, wearing I'm wearing leggings as pants right yeah. now. They're actually They n- were wearing underwear. feet of clay, much like you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess uh, people are wearing uh, Carhartt right now or something. Yeah. But I don't just even wore, see them wearing Carhartt. You,
1: you wore very normal outfits in college.
0: Yes, but that's what I'm saying is like there is everyone Jeans is wearing very normal outfits okay, now. That's just what. That's just well, normalness. I'm extrapolating from myself. But but even in the, like the '70s, you would see like people with like. Uh, mar the people in the 70s looked different from people in the 80s just yeah. uh, in terms of fashion like there were these big div- like fashion divides between the the decades that we just don't see anymore mm-hmm. you know i'm trying to think of like the big uh, what what's like the big fashion thing right now uh, is that it's that front puff haircut that everybody hates right? you know that's the yeah. most recognizable and zoomer piece of fashion
1: skinny pants are no longer in they are out yeah, jinkos are back in. It's baggy pants now. Yeah. So it's like, cool. Yeah. For there, me.
3: There is something to uh, the fact that we're still like, uh, the people that can be defined as millennials are now like a, it's like a 40 year range or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we've, I think we're kind of not paying attention to it because initially we didn't know what to call the aughts. Mm-hmm. We're like it's been a hundred years since we've had to have a name for this, and then you know the the tens rolled around,
2: mm-hmm. and we
3: were like because things are pretty much the same. And now we're in the twenties, and I don't think they were doing all these posts that were like uh, the nineties was eight thousand years ago, and everyone was like I feel so old. I don't think they've been doing that forever. So we don't have decade divides anymore. Like yeah. we're in the same decade as we were in the in the odds.
0: I mean, even uh, with COVID, yeah, the the COVID really that collapsing of time yeah. really feels, uh, especially when you're stuck indoors and you're just yeah. seeing the same four walls. You know, that's constantly.
1: my theory for why Kamala is got a drinking and drug problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, because of COVID, I think a lot of people probably started hitting stuff a little harder. Yeah, you know, hitting the booze a little harder than they used to. So, mm-hmm. um. The, the time collapsing like will people have what will people memories be because mm. I guarantee you a larger amount were more fucked up I was more fucked up
3: I've been kind of like I've been living uh in the COVID era since long before it ever happened
2: like <laughs>
3: i was holding my breath for something and mm-hmm. COVID happened and i was like oh well it was for this mm-hmm. like i wasn't even like mildly phased by any of it because i was like well i knew th- i knew something was going to come crashing down one way or another mm-hmm. uh and i think it's not a non-zero amount of people that felt the same way just like something in the air feels unsustainable
0: yeah yeah and i, I can think point to any number yeah. of
3: confirmed things but uh the fact that it's the vibe de jour mm-hmm. is is something
0: In in that sense you know once the, the we're still living in this strange cold war except we don't have any there's no enemy now now it's just a cold war against everything Everything yeah. is, like, a potential destructive factor because we lack the political will to, like, form any major coalition or mass movement that could solve any of these potential crises. Yeah. Uh, hypernormalization, you know, talked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... If, without, uh, without
3: passing any judgment uh, on uh, what the effects have meant, uh, conservatives are right about, like, PC culture and stuff like that in some ways. Like, we really... There's a whole lot that we can't say directly anymore. Like we can't, it's harder to say that we're like exporting democracy.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, all of the, all of the things that were really hitting before mm-hmm. are now taboo. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course it's way harder to be openly racist. Yeah. Uh, and all sorts of, uh, horrendous stuff. But the, the, the openly is the key word. Like
2: mm-hmm.
3: all of these, uh, all these wheels are still in motion and yeah, it'll mm-hmm. take a lot more than, uh, a, a PR shift, to, to stop any of them. It's just now that now we can't talk about huge sectors of, the economy, mm-hmm. and like what's at play. We just where it's all taboo.
0: Yeah, I think in terms of like, uh, PC stuff and like uh, sort of the overstifling, Obviously, stuff on the left has been written about it. The most famous essay being "Exiting the Vampire Castle." But I, yeah. I think it's, it's once again, you see that the only thing people know how to do is is consume media. And they think media consumption is the be all and end all of your political action. So being able to do the whole like l- uh, language police thing is th- th- you can you can wipe your hands and feel like I've done my good deed for the day. I don't have to oh, do yeah. any. I think, yeah, this emphasis on like uh, the right thing to say is is less good than an emphasis on on doing the right thing or performing an action you know that i i and i think it's because you know partially it's because of twitter because so much of our language has become uh text-based and idea-based and not action-based as so much of it exists online where action doesn't mean anything there is no physical or kinetic movement associated with what you're posting
1: well when you say the right thing you're demonstrating that you're a member of the elect that is predetermined to you know whatever yeah. whatever your heaven is um, which I think is a very it's, a, it's Calvinistic um, what you're describing
3: <laughs> yeah well right? this is also I not bad for you but that's that's not a, a bad point at all
0: you should you should think about saying the right thing because you should you know be a, a kind and generous person and think about what makes others comfortable and you know uh, try not to deliberately upset people. And, you know, all of that is good. You know, you should there should be some PC element of your mind just because you want to be nice to people, you know, yeah. you want and you want to make people feel as if they're included. You know, that's the part of it which is fine. But I think obviously, like anything, it gets over applied and people I, th- I think it's also something I, I, it's hard to gauge because a lot of the people I see engaging in the whole language police are very young. Yeah, like usually it tends to skew younger. And I think that's because you don't have any agency yet. So it's like this is the only thing you you can do. This is the only thing that like uh, media, all media around you has taught you to do in terms of like how to do things and how to uh, get out your ideals and goals in society. So, yeah, I I I don't know, but like I don't do anything, so I, I don't organize <laughs> I didn't even vote in my last mayoral election, so I feel yeah. bad Shame. about that.
3: I feel like these maybe are the only people that can be hurt by uh, uh, pointing out their hypocrisy. But like, uh, like anyone that was trying to like uh, that like felt like they had to have a take on the chili neighbor thing and like, get <laughs> on her ass about that. That dogpile started because uh, Turf's thought she was trans, so they were going. And initially Jesus. it was, um, uh, you are a creep for observing your neighbors and making them food. That's probably laced with estrogen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then people saw other people typing on the keyboard bongos. So slightly less turfy people were like, and also dooby dooby doo. And then finally got to like the, the, the IDF pick people that were like, I'll, it's us <laughs> to give somebody food. Yeah, so, yeah, that shit rules. That's yeah, part so of just everyone—it like, was just as everyone had to have their little little take on it. Is the dress—is the dress blue and white, or is it ableist? Um, I'm just
0: surprised at how Chillazilla She seems to be this lightning rod for these nightmarish discourses. Oh yeah. Where she, She's like McNulty in the wire. What the fuck did I do? You know? It would surprise
3: me more if if we weren't so similar cuz I face so little of like I feel like I've been getting off Scot free for saying like um just all kind of horrendous things. Yeah. I mean, I've uh, faced I've, there have been some scary moments, but um, largely I'm like why is just all of this getting directed at this person that is people assume is trans and not this trans person. Who's just like a- actively c- stirring chaos.
0: I think if I may offer a theory as to why that is, I think uh, it's cause she exclusively sincere posts, which oh. is, and you know, it, it's a lot harder to tell what you're actually like, what your actual thoughts are from your posts, because there's so much of it are jokey and obvious jokes as well. You know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and if but you know even with that you know you can still get fucking you know the people will come out of the woodwork. i've been relatively unscathed by my experience but that's because yeah. i don't have any of the i'm not part of any of the categories that tend to get you know the the real rage on twitter like a, yeah. a woman you've, or trans you've or... stopped
1: your tendency to sincere post as well you've... yeah <laughs> which we struggled with in their earlier days um yes i remember messaging you being like stop crying <laughs> Stop <laughs> replying to people. You
0: sound like an anime villain. Stop oh doing God. it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, you were tenting your fingers. and Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to destroy you with words. I have so many more
0: followers than you, and they will all see how you are wrong, and I am the right <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. It, any, any, yeah, playing that game... It you know, is usually for not unless you're really yeah. good at it. If you're a really good hater, then yeah You should you should uh, do counter reposts and reply wars, but I am yeah. NOT a good hater I just don't have that instinct in me.
3: Yeah, now that I think about it. we do posture ourselves very differently. I'm uh, I My avatar uh, Is has become such an extension of myself that I don't even <laughs> recognize it as princess bubblegum smoking weed anymore It's, yeah, it's just me yeah. And I like, one th- yeah. thing that I like about it is that she's kind of like, not only she's smoking weed, but she's assuming the camera is kind of a little bit under her. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of delivering this Olympian blank glance <laughs> that, that it, it just exudes last word ever. her <sighs>
0: Yeah, you can't you can't win against this person. They, oh, they no have a whole way. goddamn Olympic torch blunt in their mouth. You can't. Yeah. You can't possibly win an argument again. whereas as Chinchilla Zilla, she posts her actual face. I which know. is like anyone who does that on Twitter is like, "Oh my god, you yeah, are you thing. are brave. You are so fucking brave because, you know, people can just do the thing where they blow up your face as a as a reply and it is Absolutely. It's, it's destruction, you know, instant destruction.
3: It's a good thing uh, that she's very pretty.
0: Yes, it is. Useful. If I were
3: a little prettier, I would probably be um, <laughs> exhibiting myself differently on this website.
0: Ah, uh, you, you you're plenty pretty. You're plenty pretty. But you're, yeah, you're just first, folks. The 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 putting your face out there on Twitter where like people yeah. will just mock anything no matter how small about your appearance is like, "Ooh, people who do that are
1: very very brave," to me. Okay. Oh yeah. We're, We're nearing the end, but I have a final question I want to pose to both of you. Okay. Absolutely. Was Hitler a demonic figure? (laughs) (laughs) Where
3: are you getting this from?
0: What is
1: Joe Biden? Joe Biden said said Hitler is a demonic figure? Was a demonic figure. Okay, I know Joe Biden's Catholic, right? Yeah. I like that. Does he think Hitler was a demon from hell?
3: Like literally a demon from hell? I think yeah. I think I think based on uh, nothing. I think that uh, what he's saying is it's not worth making the distinction, which is kind of funny and awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I
0: think Yeah, sure, Hitler's a demon. Why not? I think cool. uh, okay. uh, li- <laughs> life is much cooler if there are demons. Why wouldn't you want a world where there are demons? Yeah, I mean that's like sort of the fun pitch about uh, religion in general, is
3: it's oh. magic. There's magic in the world. Ooh, well, there yeah. is magic. There's there is wizards magic. and demons.
0: There's oh, yeah, it, there's
3: real-life trading cards. Trading cards are great. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so, yeah, just because I'd
0: rather live in the world where I can be a demon thwarter, a demon hunter, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will I will accept that. I will accept that.
3: Yeah.
1: It's just a strange, a strange turn of phrase that I saw. Uh,
3: yes. Uh, I like that. Oh That's my. something that I would say without giving it a second thought.
0: Demonic presence.
3: Anyway, Tarnic Gail, uh, do you have any
0: plugs for your I SoundCloud do. or others?
3: Uh, my SoundCloud, I can't remember the name of offhand, uh, but you can get <laughs> to it through my Twitter, yeah. uh, which is at Poison Junior, J-R. Uh, I will be doing a reading tonight of one of my favorite pieces of literature, which is a, a pretty much a summary of Home Alone written in the style of Cormac McCarthy. <laughs> it's one, of the, it's one of the finest things I've ever read legitimately, and I would love to share with the world. Uh, as much as possible. So I'm going to be doing that every Sunday, uh, until Christmas. Uh, if you need me, uh, DM me, do whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone should DM
0: Gail.
1: Absolutely. Oh
0: God. After this episode, if you have any questions. Yeah.
1: I'm going to put your SoundCloud (laughs) link in the description of the, um, episode as well as your link to your Twitter bio. So you can go click there if you have your podcast app open. Um, Thank you so much for being on the show, Gail.
3: It was such a pleasure.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Likewise. And uh, just to sign off on the show, go to our Patreon. Give us money, you fucks.
1: Oh, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Don't call them fucks. (laughs)